is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Happy Wednesday. Hope everybody is feeling all right today. We're nice and settled in. For a couple of hours here on the Workday Red Zone, I think it's going to be a fun show today. At least I'm crossing my fingers that it will be, you know, more than tolerable today. At least, at least average. Maybe even a tiny tick above. But uh, we certainly don't want to set the bar too high. At least not before we even make it through the intro. This is the Workday Red Zone. Thank you for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network. All kinds of places you can find us on your radio dial and, of course, we continue to stream online at 953theticket.com. A reminder, if you have not yet, go ahead and get that EAB Media app downloaded to your smartphone. Of course, you can listen to the Ticket Live. You can follow along with your favorite high school teams. You can follow along with A-State Sports and so much more on your EAB Media app. If you want to shout at us today, easy enough, 870-930-3776. The number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, although we'll give you a heads up. It's going to be a busy day on the phones. Already excited about it. More on that in a moment. But uh, all throughout the show, of course, you can always shout at us on Twitter. At Kara underscore Richie. Use the hashtag WDRZ to find today's KavanaughCars.com question. We're on Facebook, too. Facebook.com slash The Ticket Radio. I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio for this noon hour by Keith Merritt. Who thinks his TAR score is going up? That's take above replacement. Okay. I was like, I don't know. I know a lot of stats. I don't know that one off the, yeah, the top of my head. That's, that's just for radio guys. Okay. Okay. Hot takes, medium Hot takes. Take. Yep. Takes above replacement. I like it. I like it. Warmed over takes. We'll start grading you at the end of every show. That sounds good. And average it out. Do we want to do like a, a TAR? Do we want to do like TAR plus? Where everything is an average of 100, and if you have a good day, you're above that, and a bad day, you're below it? That may be more math than either one of us can handle. <laughs> That's probably very fair. Let's go ahead and welcome in producer Ryan James to the program. Any hot takes to throw at us today? No, no hot takes to be added today. I feel like this week has skyrocketed by, um, and looking forward to the, I know this is still a few days out, but looking forward to the home game that we got this coming weekend this Saturday. So yeah. there it is. Hey, yeah. you know what? That's a, that's a good segue here, because... We are going to uh, talk some Southern Miss coming up today. In fact, a couple different guests that we've got coming up on today's show. Uh, this noon hour, we're going to have our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions with women's golf coach MJ Damian Shaw. Her team has one event in the book, so obviously we'll recap that. We'll get to know some of her newcomers, look at that schedule, and much more when she joins us at 1230 and then at 1 o'clock, we will get to know more about Southern Miss. Beat writer Scott Watkins of the Sun-Herald is going to be joining us. So we'll get the scoop there on, on Southern Miss. And, of course, we'll start talking about them ourselves as well. Uh, also coming up here in this noon hour, just a couple comments to share with you from head football coach Butch Jones from his Tuesday media conference. 
We're not going to bombard you with audio, but look, I know everybody wants to talk quarterbacks. So certainly we're going to share his clip commenting on the quarterbacks with you and uh, in more as well. But that being said, we've got another baseball question for you this week because this was something that I was just kind of thinking about as I was going through and, and reading some morning emails. Of course, like a lot of you that are sports fans, I get different emails from different sports sites and services and whatnot. And I get an MLB email every morning from MLB.com with top headlines and the players who are playing well. And it kind of just got me thinking. I want to get your opinion on who is the current face of Major League Baseball. Because I feel like this is a question that is always a lot more in flux than in some other sports. If you look, I feel like you got a good consensus still in the NBA. Yes, I know that LeBron James is closer to the end of his career than than the peak, but he is still the most recognizable player in the association and one of the most recognizable athletes on the planet. Can't argue that. In the NFL, I mean, it was Tom Brady for a long time, thought maybe it was going to be Aaron Rodgers now that he's moved to New York, but even without those guys you know, being on the field right now, you've still got a really strong case for Patrick Mahomes. First Named game to yeah. mind. Yeah, so I feel like, again, if we if we ask you this question for the NBA, we're going to get a ton of the same answers. If we ask you this question for the NFL, we're going to get a ton of the same answers. If we ask you this for Major League Baseball, three of you responded on Twitter so far. We've got three different answers. I think Keith is going to have a different answer than me, and I'm going to have a different answer than any of the ones that we've seen on social media so far. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's why I wanted to ask this question because I I, I love this sport. You know, it, it, at heart, as much as we talk about football and as, as much as I love going out and covering college football, I mean, baseball was my first love. And I always have criticism with the way MLB markets itself, and, and I never feel like it's doing a good enough job in, in promoting its talents. Now, I don't want to get on that, that super negative uh, train of thought before we even get started. But with baseball right now, you know, I actually, so as we were getting ready, I, I typed... In the question in, in the Google search bar, who is the face of Major League Baseball? Well, you go back to last year, and you know there were results in 2022 and 2021 for Julio Rodriguez. Yep. There were responses about, of course, Shohei Otani. Uh, there, before he got suspended, there were comments about Fernando Tatis Jr. And then there were, there, were, there was Aaron Judge. That was thrown in the mix. There were like two more players. And this was just in the past two years alone. And most of these guys are not in the conversation right now. Of course, Otani actually had surgery over the past couple of days. He's not going to pitch in 2024, period. Which sucks for the sport. But he's still going to hit. Yeah. And he's one of the best hitters. Yeah. In Major League Baseball. But when you look at guys who are better known for their uh, their hitting, excuse me. You know, Aaron Judge has been... Injured a huge chunk of the season. Mike Trout is never-endingly hurt. Bryce Harper has missed a ton of time over the last two seasons. So it kind of feels like you've got this revolving door in terms of the face of baseball right now. I know part of this is going to be dependent upon what team you cheer for. But that's okay. Homerism is always allowed and also slightly encouraged on this show. So I'm fine with that. Uh, fine with that. As long as you're not, you know, throwing out like your backup catcher. Come on now. Don't troll us. At least give us an honest answer. I don't think I get to pick Yadier Molina. 
because he's retired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all I ask. Just give a, a fairly legitimate answer to today's KavanaughCars.com question. Again, who is the current face of Major League Baseball? We'll let you, we'll let you think about it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and step aside for a break. Again, we've got some comments from A-State football coach Butch Jones. When we come back, we'll start talking just a little bit about Southern Miss and, and some other notes on A-State as well when we return. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Cross hands to the left of the quarterback, Raider. Jalen will hand it off to Cross. Running right, he's in. The second touchdown of the night for Jaquez Cross. The Red Wolves look for a second straight win Saturday as they host Southern Miss in the Sunbelt Conference opener. And you can hear it all on 107.9 K-Fine. Coverage begins at 4 o'clock with the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show. That's followed by the Centennial Bank pregame show at 5 and kickoff at 6. And after the game, stay tuned for Wolf House, presented by Baird Auto Group, live from the Embassy Suites Jonesboro. A-State football is sponsored in part by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Jim's Pawn Shop, George Kell Motors, more air conditioning, Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, Salsa's Grill, Calmer Solutions, Dustin White Realty, The Social, Arkansas Superstool, Collision Repair, Denzo Manufacturing, and Stanley Woodard Law Firm. NASCAR driver Kyle Weatherman is bringing his Drive Smart Xfinity car to Newport this Sunday afternoon. State and local officials will be in Newport to announce a new company that intends to bring 200 new jobs to Northeast Arkansas. Kyle Weatherman will be signing autographs and posing for photos this Sunday starting at 2 p.m. in front of the Newport Economic Development Commission building at 201 Hazel Street in Newport. If you're looking for a great new career, applications will be taken at the event. Don't miss Kyle Weatherman and his Drive Smart Xfinity car at the Newport Economic Development Commission building in Newport this Sunday at 2 p.m. Homeowners and DIYers, it's the biggest event of the year at Home Outlet from September 11th through 23rd, where you can buy now and save more store-wide. Need flooring? We've got unbeatable deals on laminate, vinyl plank, and free mortar with a tile purchase. Outdated bathroom? Upgrade with a tub and faucet combo, now only $99.99, plus dozens of other money-saving deals September 11th through 23rd. Visit Home Outlet at 2016 South Caraway Road in Jonesboro. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Jonesboro Cycle is your go-to for all your power sports needs. Whether it be off-road, on-road, or on the walk, they have you covered. Check out their inventory of four-wheelers, side-by-sides, motorcycles, dirt bikes, cruisers, go-karts, scooters, personal watercrafts, boats, and even boat motors. And because of you and your support, Jonesboro Cycle has grown from a 1,200-square-foot building on Carroll to the 185,000-square-foot motorsports mecca that it is today. With all the brands like Honda, Yamaha, Indian Motorcycle, Kawasaki, Polaris, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, Manitow, Havoc Boats, and more. And they're the only store in the state with all those brands under one gigantic roof. And their service department has been upgraded, renovated, and redesigned to give you the service you deserve. The new Jonesboro Cycle is an experience. Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. 11 759 U.S. Highway 63 in Bono or jonesborocycle.com. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. The Jonesboro Advertising and Promotions Commission and Wright Fiber present the 2023 Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue Festival, September 29th and 30th. It's two big nights of live entertainment, all free on the Wright Fiber main stage, featuring Priscilla Block on Friday nights. It's Priscilla Block, live Friday, September 29th. 
then on Saturday, it's Jamison Rogers. Jamison Rogers live Saturday, September 30th with special guest Shane Prophet. Plus, Saturday on the North Main Molson Coors stage, it's Tristan Tripp, Zach Childers, Akeem Kemp, Greasy Tree, J.B. Strauss, and more. And don't forget the First National Bank KCBS Arkansas State Barbecue Championship on Saturday. Plus, vendors, children's activities, food, and more. The 2023 Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue and Music Festival, September 29th and 30th. Find out more on Facebook when you search Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue Fest. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. To the workday red zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Ryan hanging out with you today. A little over 15 minutes away from a conversation with A State women's golf coach MJ Dabian Shaw. Looking forward to that. Uh, but uh, KavanaughCars.com question today Who is the current face of Major League Baseball? Completely different answers so far on. <laughs> On Twitter, and I'm sure you all will have some different answers on the Right Fiber Hotline as well. Hey, speaking of baseball, though, do want to give you a heads up that Arkansas State Baseball has announced its newcomers for the 2024 season. I am not going to read this full press release because it is 20 names long. Yeah, Uh, I would encourage you uh, to check out all of the newcomers at either astateredwolves.com or in your Red Wolves app. Uh, but we'll give you the basics here. Five Division One transfers, five freshmen, ten JUCO transfers, and uh, even a newcomer from the Netherlands. I have to check and see if that's a first-time thing. Well, in college baseball, probably not. But for, for Arkansas A-State, State, yeah. probably. I am, uh, I'm not up to speed on my Netherlands knowledge. I certainly I do not speak Dutch, but uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to research that and see what we can find out. I bet out. he's a fan of the orange, <laughs> which is what they call the national soccer team in the Netherlands. Uh, That's orange with a J instead of a G. I am. I am not going to attempt to pronounce this young man's name because it will not go well. I'm just going to tell you to check out the release for yourself <laughs> uh, regarding uh, not just this young man from the Netherlands, uh, but everybody else who is going to be a newcomer for this A-State team. One, two, three. I know this is making great radio right now. Four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm counting the pitchers, by the way. 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 out of the 20 are pitchers. That's what I was kind of curious about. So, uh, again, you can read all about that at astateredwolves.com. And Caleb Garner, if you're listening, t- text me a pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> so we can get that right. Uh, switching gears. Hey, let's talk uh, A-State football here for a moment. In just a moment, we'll get to some comments here from, uh, from Butch Jones. Actually, we'll need to get those quickly because uh, although – there's just a handful of comments for you. One of them is rather lengthy when he talks about his quarterbacks. But I want to throw out a quick nugget uh, about this Arkansas State offensive line. Now, of course, last week, A-State rushed for 345 yards. Uh, we haven't seen this team give up near 
the amount of sacks, tackles for loss, things like that, as it did through three games last year. And so just passing the eye test, the A-State O-line is, is dramatically improved. But I am never going to be a good evaluator of O-line talent. In fact, I don't think anybody is except O-linemen. Like, there are coaches, when you look at a coaching <coughs> staff, there are multiple different coaches in college football that coach a position other than where they played, with the exception of the O-line. O-line. It's always coached by former yep. O-linemen. Always. 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 So... I am not alone in my struggles to evaluate <laughs> the offensive line. That was one of the things that my father admitted. He played offensive line in high school. Of course, he'd also played blocking back in the single wing. Yes. Yeah. They still did that in high school. But he said, nobody watches line play. They all look at the ball. Everybody who goes to the football game watches the guy with the ball. I, I mentioned that to bring up the fact that A-State's offensive line is grading out dramatically better than it ever did at any point in time last season, according to Pro Football Focus. Now, of course, A-State is coming off a, a, a game against an FCS opponent that they pretty much manhandled uh, in, in terms of, of up front. But we'll go through some of these rankings later on in the week and continue to check on them throughout the year, but it's just – it's. It is different. Now, PFF is not the end-all, be-all evaluation tool, but it is a tool. And when you're somebody like me who doesn't have many tools in the O-line evaluation toolbox, it's one that we go to a lot. But, uh, again, just if you, if you have a PFF subscription, certainly check that out, and we'll try and go over those numbers in more detail coming up later on in the week. But I want to go ahead and share this audio with you from Coach Butch Jones. Look, I know quarterbacks are the topic of discussion this week when it comes to A-State football. And, of course, the depth chart shed zero light on who is going to be starting Saturday against Southern Miss, nor should it, in my opinion. But uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and hear Coach Jones talk about his quarterbacks. A little bit of a lengthy clip, but uh, he gets us up to speed on Daly and Rainer and Shroud. Well, I think the quarterback room in general, you know, all three of those individuals compete every day. They have great competitive character, and they're really good people. And they're each other's biggest fans. And so they're really kind of elevating the game of all, all of them in that room because they're competing every day. JT practiced. He's fine, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but when I evaluate the performance, first of all, Jackson, I, said, I thought he did some good things to, to move forward. Uh, our kids believe in him. But he left some easy gimme throws that – against a real quality opponent, you have to be able to complete, and he knows that. A lot of times he didn't set his feet in the pocket. He kind of rushed through his progression. He kind of rushed with his fundamentals and details. And, again, this is a young man who's a redshirt freshman. Uh, but I did think he did some good things. I thought he led. Uh, he got us in some, into some right run checks. Um, you know, really there's probably two throws that he would like to have back if he completes those two foot those two completions you know, it's kind of a different story uh, in terms of Jalen. Again, now a true freshman. Um, I thought he did some really good things in moving forward as well. I thought he was poised in the pocket. I thought he was calm. I thought he he uh, went through his progressions. He extinguished some of his uh, progressions uh, and some of the drop back concepts. Uh, 
you know, was able to manage the game, took care of the football. You know, both quarterbacks took care of the football. So, again, I think there was a lot of positivity on both performances. But I think the overall thing with really both of them and JT is just consistency. You know, consistency down in and down out. And that's what we're really need to take great strides this week on our entire football team is, you know, it's not you do it till you get it right. It's you do it till you can't get it wrong. Well, who and how much of them we see at QB is going to be TBD. Uh, one thing I feel very confident in, in saying about this A-State offense is that we're going to see a lot of Jaquez Cross uh, moving forward. Yep. He, he was electric uh, on Saturday against Stony Brook. A uh, huge amount of, of yards on the ground, an excellent individual performance in what was a good night overall for this A-State ground game. And uh, Coach Jones just talks about his growth so far at A-State. First of all, he took his run reads. And I thought the previous game he pressed a little bit and he tried to create things on his own. And as a running back, you can't do that. you got to trust the process. you got to trust the guys up front. you got to trust the combination blocking up front and you can't have dirty eyes. You got to make sure you put your eyes on your run read and you get the ball north and south. I think, you know, he did a good job of his run reads. Um, and so then he got the ball north and south. I thought our receivers did a good job of blocking out on the perimeter for him. And he's very elusive and he has good speed and he's a competitor. And I think that's the one thing that he's really brought many of things, but when you look at that running back room where he's kind of changed the dynamics is the competitive structure day in and day out in that room. And so I think he lends itself to that also in our team as well. And we're going to need more from him in terms of special teams as well. They used to call that run to daylight for older fans that want to know what, what does run reads at run to daylight same concept. See where there isn't anybody, go there. Now, the quarterback, the, the running back, that's kind of more of a fun discussion. Let's get to the not-as-fun discussion. Everybody is aware that this A-State D-line is thin, started the season thin, continues to get thinner. Uh, but uh, Coach Jones shares an update there on, on the health of the defensive line. Work in progress. Um, we'll know a little bit more today. We fully anticipate Tim practicing today. Um, he practiced yesterday. Micah Bland's day-to-day as well. So uh, we'll try to get them ready. If not, it's an opportunity for individuals to step up and play and kind of add to the dynamics of our youthfulness. But it's like I told our football team in August, there'll be people sitting in this room that you don't think you're going to play in by game three, game four, game five, you're playing. And I think that's part of the maturation. That's part of the maturity of still making sure you're in game-like shape, making sure that, you know, you're getting your reps on the scout team and the service periods and when we do different periods of getting your reps, but also taking your mental reps as well. And you're always one snap away. But we anticipate they'll be available and be ready, but you never know. Um, As we all know, that's a position of need for us and moving forward. But... Again, that room has kind of been resilient to begin with. So, you know, I expect them to be ready, and I expect other individuals to step up as well. Now, Stony Brook's offensive line had had a good amount of size. But Southern Miss, in the interior of their O-line, they are, they are 330, 330, 332. Left guard, center, right guard. 
Uh, they are not petite, and they are going to be a load to handle on Saturday. So hopefully this this is an A-State D-line that, that gets healthy. I mean, you're, you're already putting a couple redshirt freshmen out there. We're, we're seeing some true freshmen out there. And uh, great that they're embracing an X-man-up mentality. But, uh, man, I, I hope Tim Hardiman's okay. I hope Micah Blaine can get back out there as well. You play who you, who you have. Yeah. You play who's available. Now, in terms of Southern Miss, uh, look, I think everybody knows that the biggest task there is slowing down Frank Gore Jr. Now, statistically, he has not had the season that that I think most people would expect when you look at his numbers. And I know he's Put also back at quarterback. <laughs> and I know he's also been hampered as well. And we'll learn more about uh, Frank Gore Jr. and his status when we talk with Scott Watkins today at one o'clock. But but in the meantime, here is Coach Jones sizing up uh, the challenge that it will be to to try and slow him down on Saturday. We know he's a great football player, and uh, he's a threat every time he touches the football. He's on their punt cover team. You know, we know he means a lot to their to their football team and their football program, and he's a competitor. And, again, I think it goes back to everything we talk about, about scheduling. You know, they've played some really, really good quality football teams just like we have. So, again, we know Frank Gore is a competitor, have a lot of respect for him, great player, uh, really dynamic with the ball in his hands. So uh, we have to do a good job of getting population to the football and and getting a lot of people around because he can win his box, he can win his space, he can win one-on-one matchups out on the perimeter. He is a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To be honest with you. He's a heck of a football player. Yes, he is. And then some. Uh, again, we're going to learn a lot more about the Golden Eagles coming up at 1 o'clock today when we talk with beat writer Scott Watkins of the Sun-Herald uh, because, uh, again, it's not just, look, Frank Gore Jr. is, is great, but uh, obviously he, he does not play defense, so we got a lot, a lot of, he, just, he does not play quarterback uh, all the time, just occasionally. So we've got a lot more to learn about that team, and we'll get to it later. But when we come back, uh, we're going to have today's A-State update, brought to you by Calmer Solutions with a-State women's golf coach, MJ Davian Shaw. That's on tap. Keep it with us on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Good afternoon. I'm Kate Morgan from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. December corn at 478 and a quarter, up two. March up two and a half at 493. November soybeans at 1320, up four and a half, with January up four and a quarter at 1336. December wheat at 584 and a half, up a half. March up one at 611 and a quarter. October cotton at 8540, down 66. December down 35 at 8717. And November rice at 1610, up seven. January up 11 at 1644. In the Livestock Complex, October live cattle at 186.33, up 65. December up 55 at 191.03. September feeder cattle at 254.50, up 101. October up 128 at 266.63. October lean hogs at 85.13, up 28. December up 85 at 77.10. That's your new farm market report brought to you by Big Iron Auctions. Sell your equipment today at BigIron.com. 
Do you have ag equipment to sell? Call Seth Johnson with Big Iron Auctions today to get your equipment sold. At Big Iron Auctions, you'll receive full service from start to finish with their proven selling system. Big Iron Auctions will market your equipment to their global audience, ensure clear title, collect payments, and buyer payments. Big Iron takes care of it all. Call Seth Johnson with Big Iron Auctions today at 870-926-8569. Big Iron Auctions will come to your location and handle all the details of your listing. To get you ready to go on their online auction, call Seth today or visit BigIron.com to learn more. FireSmart offers farmers a simple way to check conditions and report prescribed burns. An important tool in a farmer's toolbox to remove stubble following harvest, control pests and weeds, and reduce the carbon footprint while increasing sustainability. FireSmart is an asset to farmers as they prepare for the next growing season. Remember, before you burn, go to ARKFiresmart.com. That's ARKFiresmart.com. For more information, visit ArkansasRice.org or the Arkansas Department of Agriculture's website. Hey y'all, it's Brandon Baxter. And Bethania Veray Harrison from KJNB Northeast Arkansas News. And we're looking for the best eats in Northeast Arkansas in our brand new feature, North Eats Arkansas, presented by George Kell Motors. Check it out every Monday and Tuesday night on Northeast Arkansas News on CBS and Fox. And online at kjnbtv.com slash eats. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands. With tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Central Ford in Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central has the best selection of pre-owned vehicles on the lot, including a huge selection of the best-selling truck in America, the Ford F-150. And right now, you can get a 90-day, 4,000-mile warranty on all pre-owned vehicles at Central Ford in Truman. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Just off I-555 at exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. Experience me innovation at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we are the region's largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. I feel so stuck. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Dial 988, then press 1 to call. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back into the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Ryan with you in studio. But uh, time to take a trip to the Right Fiber Hotline for our A-State update. Brought to you by Calmer Solutions. One event in the book so far for Arkansas State Women's Golf. So to get us up to speed, Coach MJ Damian Shaw is with us. Coach, how are you today? I'm doing good. How about you? Hey, doing well. Thank you for joining us. Are you are you out on the course today? Surely these these sprinkles aren't aren't scaring you off, right? No, we will actually we'll be in Paragol today. We're going to go out there and just change uh, change the scenery just a little bit. So we'll we'll be driving to Paragol and play uh, Paragol Country Club this afternoon. Okay, sounds fun. 
Hey, I know you cannot comment on specific <laughs> names, but... I knew you were going to ask me that <laughs> Well, last, we, tr- we tried to reach out and, and set up an interview last week, but you had a recruiting conflict. So, just That's Coach, correct. did that recruiting visit go well? Very well. Okay. And that's all she can that's, say. That's, and that's all, all, about, all we're going to ask. That's all I can say. And then if you can read and you're good at uh, getting on Twitter, then you'll find out the answer. Okay. Well, when we wrap up our phone call with you, we will share that news since you are unable. Does that sound fair? That's, that's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Let's get into what we can talk about. Uh, your team yeah. Out on the uh, the course last week, you open up play at the Gen- Jennifer Duke Invitational, hosted by uh, Cincinnati. How do you feel like that event went, Coach? You know, it, it was uh, it was a great event. Uh, we we're so young, uh, but you know, I, I told myself this year that I was not going going to use that as an excuse because um, we're young, but we're good already. That's how I feel. And so um, it was uh, it was fun. We started by uh, going to the LPGA event. Uh, on that Saturday when we landed and, you know, saw some of the, the big stars that, you know, we're all excited to see. Um, and I always think that uh, that's such a good experience for the girls to see uh, potentially where their dream might take them, you know, and, and actually see it with their own eyes. Um, but the tournament itself was amazing. The greens were tough. Uh, we learned a lot and uh, we're definitely ready for our, our next adventure. One thing that I noticed, you did, finished strong you had your best round there in in that third round what what was working for you in in the final round you know it's one of those courses that um it it was the greens like i said were tough and um you know i think more you can play that golf course more you know i cannot miss my shot on this side of the green because it'll be a really tough chip or i cannot have my ball go past the pin on this hole because it'll be an impossible putt um so i think they manage their game so well uh, over a three-day period that, you know, like I said, it, they learned a lot every day. You said you were not going to use youth as an excuse, but it's it's not a lie to, or an excuse to point out that this is a young team. So I know. <laughs> when so you, young. When you've got multiple freshmen participating in, in their first event, I mean, what is the nerve level like both for, for them and then for you as a coach as well? Well, you know, for them, you, you don't really want to – um, ask that, that question to them directly. Are you nervous? Because I think that just brings so many, so many other questions. And so we try to treat it like another tournament. You know, we we go through our routine and go through our our team uh, meetings and, and things like that, and analyze the course together. And and you kind of treat it like it was before. Um, and we always ask them, Hey, do you have any questions? Because we're here for you. Just let us know. And and I think, you know, they're new, but they're also very um, – they've played a lot of tournaments. So yeah. they, they do have a lot of, of um, competition under their belt. So I felt pretty good about that part of it. Uh, but like I said, we are very young, and, and I think they did very good. Your best individual finisher in the Jennifer Duke Invitational, Charlotte Menage, who uh, – finished in the top 10 there. She is one of your elder statesmen. What kind of presence does is she able to give you with, with this young team? You know, she she's definitely a, a role model and a leader, and, and we love having um, Charlotte on the team. Um, you know, my new assistant, uh, Coach Coach Wright, 
we always talk about that that's a player that um, you know when she hits the ball and as a golfer you know you know when it's struck like an LPGA player or you know it's struck you know by a college player and she definitely is striking the ball uh, with with uh, a lot of power and uh, it's incredible how, how good she is. You mentioned, uh, in addition to all these new faces that you've got on the roster, you've got a new coach there with your staff as well. Tell us about Coach Zane Wright. Um, coach Zane has been a, a huge help so far. And, and, you know, because he's from here, from Jonesboro, and ha- already has four years of experience of, in coaching, um, you know, he walks right into this, this position and, and um, is, is a huge help for us. And, and I, our players really enjoy having him around. Um, and like I said, you know, he, he's not a brand new coach, so I don't feel like I have to teach him um, a lot of things. He already knows a lot. He, uh, he knows the game really well, and, and he hit it off with, with all of our players, that, you know, whether it's um, helping them in course management, um, some golf lessons. He, he's just been an all-around uh, great for us. Catching up with A-State women's golf coach MJ Dabian Shaw. Here on the Right Fiber Hotline, Coach. When looking at your your scores through the first week, I, I did see a name that uh, usually usually jumps out that was missing, and and just wanted to check on the status of Elise Schultz. Yeah, so Elise um, ended up having surgery back in May um, this summer, and um, she called and she was pretty upset because she didn't know how long you know the recovery process would be, and and I said I encourage her to to, to go ahead and do the surgery because playing hurt is not a lot of fun and especially this is her last year so I said go ahead and do it and then she she did well the recovery has been a little tougher than she thought uh, but she's working really hard she's actually hitting golf balls um, she's going to play with us this afternoon but she uh, she's not hitting the big club she's she's kind of working on her short game putting and probably all the way up to seven iron so maybe 150 yards so um, I think it's going to be close. We're, you know, what I told her, I said, let's shoot for our um, home event on October 16th, 17th. See if she can do that. If not, then maybe Hot Springs, uh, our last event. Looking at that schedule, you're going to be back in action uh, next Monday in Vail, which sounds amazing, at the Golf Week uh, Red Sky Classic. I know. I thought that was going to be your second question, <laughs> if we had room for you. <laughs> no, well, you know, I'm waiting until until a uh, another trip to the Bahamas shows up on the schedule, oh, and, and I then know. I was telling my boss this morning. I said, you know, we're not going to the Bahamas, but I think Colorado is going to be expensive. But next spring, 25, 2025, we will probably put Hawaii in our in our schedule. So plan on that one. Sold. <laughs> That's so that I will, an easy sell. <laughs> I will easy. I will caddy. I will. I don't know if you want me keeping score. That might get. Ugly. I. I don't know how much of an asset I would be. I will do whatever. <laughs> Just let me stow away in some luggage. Uh, that sounds like an it's, incredible trip. It's a great experience over there too. <laughs> hey, you mentioned uh, you're going to get back on the course today in Paragold, and again five days out from your second event. So what's what are you trying to work on over these next few days uh, to get ready for Vail? Um, you know, we just settled our, our last qualifier on Monday, so we've got the top six coming, and then uh, we'll go play as a team and then kind of do a, um, you know, quick um, overview of everything. You know, not everybody's played pair gold, so actually nobody's played pair gold other than probably Coach Zane and I. Um, so kind of just, you know, working on some shots and um, 
we had a really good practice yesterday at Sage Meadows, which um, the girls needed it. We didn't go play. We just practiced, hit balls, and then work on short games. So we'll go see how. We usually will probably have a little contest of some sort uh, within our inner squad team. When is the last time you played? Like not as a, a, a coach, but as just getting out, enjoying a, a course and playing golf. Well, I usually always play in the Rachel Stewart in August. Um, so I played that. And it was very hot. Um, I, I played okay. And today I'm actually um, planning on playing. And I have a tournament tomorrow. So uh, hopefully my practice today brings me to maybe a win tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Well, definitely good luck on that. One more thing I want to bring up uh, but before we wrap up the phone call. And again, not to fast forward over these next couple of weeks, but do want to mention the Lady Red Wolves Classic that's going to be coming up October 16th and 17th. At, uh, at Sage Meadows. How can fans get out and, and support you during that event? You know, uh, the Monday and Tuesday, so Monday the 16th, we'll be starting off at 8.30 shotgun. We play 36 holes, so if, if you have 30 to 45 minutes to come watch, uh, we'll be out there all day. Uh, it's kind of like a 10-hour day. Um, and on Tuesday, we'll be teeing off at 8.30, just 18 holes that day. Um, but we, we hope that we have some fans come and watch. And then, you know, we've got a great squad, so we're hoping that our fan bases will be there. Hey, and it's uh, it's pretty cool right now to support Arkansas State Golf because you can scoop up some Swing and Howl gear. That's right. We'll, we'll be wearing our gear, and then we have brochures for anybody that wants one. Okay. I always mention that because it's such a cool logo. It, <laughs> and is so- it, really, it really is. I think that's... Uh, you know, every school is kind of going towards something like this, and, and we were fortunate to get ours done, and um, it's it's an easy sell. No doubt, no doubt. Coach, thank you so much for the time today. Safe travels to Vail next week. Thank you so much, and I'll save you a seat for Hawaii. I do that, please. Thank you, Coach. Uh, have a great day. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I mean, I'm in. I'm in. I don't, I'm going to go ahead. I know the dates are not out yet, but I would like to go ahead and publicly I ask my boss for that week off work. Go ahead and just tell you right now there would not be a workday red zone that week. Uh, <laughs> if it conflicts with a football game, somebody else can handle my pregame duties. Um, I'm in. I'm in on the golf trip to Hawaii. Hey, a big thank you there. To I, I got your back on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I had my trip to Hawaii. You know, back when the Maui Invitational. Yeah. <laughs> so before it was in Lahaina. It was at the uh, high school in Maui. Okay. Back when I, I broadcast the games for Arkansas State men's basketball. I'm in. I'm in. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, thank you to Coach MJ Dabian Shaw. Uh, our Calmer Solutions A State update, of course, brought to you there by Calmer Solutions, providing IT services for the modern workforce and the technology and expertise to help you succeed. One more note here before we go to break. The news that, that Coach MJ could not tell you about, uh, the Red Wolves did pick up a commitment uh, just yesterday, in fact, from Jonesboro High School senior Carolyn Hughes. Uh, she committed yesterday. She's very accomplished uh, in her high school golfing career. Three-time All-State selection. She won the 2025A state championship finished second in 21 in the 6A championship, eighth place last year in that same championship 
And uh, she put that out on her Instagram saying, quote, I'm so excited to announce that I will be furthering my academic and athletic career at Arkansas State University. I'd like to thank God for giving me this amazing gift to play golf. Thank you to my parents and coaches for all the support. I can't wait to get started. Wolves up. So, yeah, again, we reached out originally last week. Wanted to talk with Coach MJ about uh, about the first event. And uh, she couldn't do it. She had a recruiting conflict. Yeah, she was busy. But, uh, hey, that worked out for the best for all parties involved. So uh, so she gets her commitment. We get to share that news with you and and had a good visit in the meantime. So uh, all good stuff ahead for A-State women's golf. Uh, Thank you again to Coach MJ. Let's step aside. We'll come back, wrap up this noon hour, get Keith's answer to our KevinOnCars.com question right after this here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Washington Commanders came into the season with very little expectations. The team hasn't had a double-digit win season in over a decade. And with former fifth-round pick Sam Howell under center, not much was expected on offense. But after the addition of offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, the team has exploded on that side of the football. Washington currently averaging over 27 points per game and out to a surprising 2-0 start. It's unclear if this type of scoring is sustainable. The team doesn't have the marquee talent you would expect from an elite offense, but they have some sneaky good players, and you can't help but wonder what this means for Bienemy. The offensive coordinator has been passed over for head coaching opportunities for many years now, but if Bienemy can sustain this success in Washington this season, he may not have to wait much longer for a chance to finally lead his own team. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is keeping you in on all the action. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, all customers take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You can sign up using the code PATRICK. That's code PATRICK only on DraftKings Sportsbook. And sign up $5. You can get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles in Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility into... Prices are falling at Kavanaugh Ford on every new car, truck, or SUV on the lot. Kavanaugh is stocked full of over 200 vehicles to choose from, like a new 2023 Ford F-150, now up to $7,500 off MSRP, or a new 2023 Ford Edge, up to $6,250 off MSRP, or drive off in a new 2023 Ford Expedition, now $3,000 off MSRP. See our entire inventory at KavanaughFord.com. At Kavanaugh Ford, every 
every vehicle purchase comes with free delivery, free maintenance plan, and a money-back guarantee. Get up to $7,500 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ford F-150 or a new 2023 Ford Expedition. Now up to $3,000 off MSRP and 0% financing available or a new 2023 Ford Edge. Now up to $6,250 off MSRP. Don't miss these huge savings. Only at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro or KavanaughFord.com. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we've been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Whether you're in the market for an equipment loan, real estate financing, or funds to support operating expenses, our agri-lending experts can help. We work with farmers daily to find the best financing products and competitive rates. Our long-standing relationships and knowledge of the ag industry ensure we can offer the most personalized service available. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is truly our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Hannah complained of a headache. It was a rhabdomyosarcoma. The tumor was very aggressive. And it very quickly became clear that St. Jude was the ultimate place to be. St. Jude is an asset to the world. I think it's the kind of place that could teach the world a couple of lessons about how to treat people. If those lessons could be learned, this world could be a better place. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple of minutes left here in this noon hour. And uh, before Keith Merritt departs, certainly wanted to get his... Hot take. Spicy hot take. take. Spicy hot take. Lukewarm hot take? Uh, This one's pretty... This is cheese grits. It's just a take. It's just a take. All right. Uh, We'll get Keith's take on our KavanaughCars.com question. Who's the current face of Major League Baseball, Keith? I would say nationally Shohei Otani. Okay. Even though he's having things done to his pitching elbow. Um. You could make an argument for the face of baseball being a different guy in every different market. Yeah. Mookie Betts. That causes Dodger fans. He's the face of baseball. Causes Red Sox fans to rend their garments and curse. Hey, it's only the second worst deal your team's ever made. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Acuna. Yeah. Mr. Acuna Hunier. <laughs> you can make an argument for him being the face of baseball. Right now for the Cardinals, it's Adam Wainwright <laughs> for, for the next two weeks. Yeah. You know, before his, his career comes to an end. But I, I would say there are some really fascinating stars in Major League Baseball right now. And there are guys that are must-see TV if you can only see them on TV. You know, um, Rodriguez in Seattle. Yeah. He's fascinating. J-Rodge, yeah. But you don't get to see him much. Um, 
The Padres have had a terrible year. They're more disappointing than anybody. But they've got individual stars that are fun to watch. Juan Soto is still Juan Soto. You know, he, he hadn't changed going from Washington to San Diego. They haven't won, but... It's not solely on his shoulders. It's not, not just on his shoulders. Um, but yeah, Otani doing... Being among the best pitchers in the league and being among the best hitters in the league at the same time. It's still just absurd. That's absurd. You know, that, that's the sandlot levels of throwing hardest and hitting hardest. Just Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Guy, guys who pitch don't hit. Guys who hit don't pitch. He does both. And he wants to continue doing both. And he's going to be paid untold amounts of yen to hit next year and hit and pitch after that, assuming all goes well surgically. So we'll wait and see. But I'd say, yeah, Shohei Otani probably above everybody else. But every market's got at least one guy that's... I want to watch. I want to watch Jordan Walker. Should he's he's gotten so much better in the outfield. Right. Yes. And is he a finished product offensively? No, not yet. He's twenty-one years old. <laughs> he's, he's a baby. <laughs> big. Yeah, big young man. Mason Wynn. He's already making defensive plays that make me say. Yeah, I've seen that before, but it's been decades. <laughs> so, I think every team's got Hadley Rutschman in yeah. Baltimore. What we had this conversation that we were talking about this a little bit during the break, but what what should MLB be doing to not be so regionalized? Is 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 it a big issue for the sport? I'd lean into the regionalized. Okay. I'd, you know, there are geographical areas that tend to... Watch baseball, period. Period. But they watch their team. Sure. You know, now here you've got lots of Cardinals fans, you've got Braves fans, you've got Rangers fans... Some of that due to what was available on TV. Yeah, a lot of Cubs fans in this area due to w- WGN. Because it, and that was one of the reasons why the superstations weren't allowed to keep doing baseball. Was because, no, we don't want Chicago fandom all the way to Louisiana. You know, we want the folks in Louisiana that are close to Houston to be Astros fans. Because they can go to the Astros yeah. games. If you're in northeast Arkansas, you can get to St. Louis in four hours, four and a half maybe. You know. We drive different speeds. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd, I'd lean into, you know. Lean into it. Yep. Lean into the fact that you've got regional fan bases. 
there are a lot of people that watch baseball that don't really give a rip about the latest iteration of Yankees Red Sox. Like me. You did spice up the hot take meter there at the end. Yeah. I had to, to finish strong. Yeah, maybe not with the, the Otani comment, because that's going to be a popular answer today. Yeah. But Lean into region. We will grade out your TAR score after we go back and review the tape. Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks for hanging out with us today, Keith. Thanks for having me. I'll see you tomorrow. And when we come back at 1 o'clock, it'll be time to talk Golden Eagles. Beat writer Scott Watkins of the Sun-Herald will be with us here on The Ticket. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone. This is Will Oswald with your Wednesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. Attention members and guests, it's time for another edition of Live with the Red Wolves at Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive. You can talk A-State football with head coach Butch Jones and a player guest from 7 to 8 this evening. And you can hear it on 107IK, finding the EAB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. It's Arkansas State Athletics Hall of Honor weekend as the annual banquet this Friday, inducting four new members to the Hall of Honor. Football great Reggie Arnold, women's basketball standout Andre Gamble, men's golfer Brian McCann, and track and field thrower Cannon Powell make up the class of 2023. In baseball last night, the Cardinals were officially eliminated from postseason contention with a 7-3 loss to the Brewers at Bush Stadium. Richie Palacios with a solo homer. Infielder Alec Burleson fractured his left thumb, sliding into third base on a double steal in the first inning. He's expected to miss the rest of the season. Game three of the series tonight, 5.50 pregame, 6.45 first pitch on 95.9 The Wolf. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed a plans tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery. All done in in 20 minutes. Cell phone station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell phone station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, well-qualified buyers can get up to $10,000 off in-stock 2023 Nissan Armada and Titan trucks, or up to $7,000 off the new Nissan Aria. See dealer for details. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction at the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. 
At First National Bank, our mortgage lending team knows what it takes to make a home and a superior home loan process. Simple, proven, and reliable service with competitive rates at a bank that already feels like home. Since 1889, that's been the First National Bank way because for our people, this is home. Apply online at fnbank.net slash mortgage. From our family to yours, welcome home. First National Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, loaded tots, Domino stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. I'm Bob Moore, president of Moore Air Conditioning. We are a rapidly growing HVAC company looking to hire passionate and motivated team members. We are hiring for multiple positions with competitive pay. So if you have the desire to help people and are ready to be part of a family, not just a job, apply today. Don't wait. Call 870-336-2023 to apply or find out more about our open interview days. This is KNEA K237FI, 95.3, and K245CW, 96.9 Jonesboro, and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Day Red Zone. Kara Ritchie, Ryan James is still with you in studio. Another hour to go on today's program. We're going to start strong here in this one o'clock hour, though. Of course, uh, coming up on Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium, Arkansas State football in action. The Sunbelt Conference opener against Southern Miss. Both teams coming in with one and two records. We know how the Red Wolves uh, got there, but it's time to learn a whole lot more about the Golden Eagles beat writer Scott Watkins of the Sun Herald with us now on the Right Fiber Hotline. Scott, thanks for the time today. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, uh, what's uh, what are the Eagles up to today? I think they're practicing. I think they're working for Saturday. Um, it's it's going to be a big one. It's a really important one, yeah. uh, just like it is for Arkansas State. you got two year three coaches that are one and two, and it's a sunbelt open. It's a lot, it's a lot on the line right here. Hey, you threw out uh, exactly where where I was going to start, uh, and that is with the fact that it's it's year three for Will Hall there in in Hattiesburg. What were expectations, you know, coming into the season from from Hall and his staff? Uh, from Hall and the staff, they want to win the West. So that is the expectation in year three. Uh, they feel that they have a very good football team. Uh, I think expectations are on the fan base before the season started a little bit more tempered. The schedule was just ridiculous. Uh, and so I think everyone's kind of looking at, you know, seven, eight wins will be a good season. Um, Hall and the Golden Eagles, they'd love to win the West. Looking at Southern Miss, you know, every every program now in college athletics in the in the portal era has some pretty significant roster changes from year to year. But how, how different is this football team overall than what A-State faced last year? I don't think it's really terribly different. Um, you know, last year was a lot different from the year before. 
Uh, but this year there was more continuity, uh, which is what has the staff really excited. Uh, you have a lot of offensive linemen that are back from last year. You have the front seven largely back from last year. Uh, Jay Stanley, that all-conference safety, he's back. And you've got a lot of familiar faces. You know, There's there's a couple that you're not going to see, like Jason Brownlee, but for the most part this is uh, just an older Southern Miss team from last season. From a staff perspective, a, a kind of new defensive coordinator for Southern Miss, but also kind of not. Dan O'Brien's there uh, in his third year in Hattiesburg, but his first is the D.C. Have there been any significant changes on the defense? No, they're still going to be very aggressive. They're still going to be a habit-creating defense that loves to use the secondary to create a lot of plays. That hasn't really changed from last year, so I would expect to see a very aggressive front seven, a very aggressive secondary. Everything they want to do is they want to get in the backfield and they want to create interceptions, they want to create turnovers. That's something that they've kind of struggled to do a little bit this year, mm-hmm. but they see this game as an opportunity to straighten it out. As mentioned, both of these teams coming in at 1-2, and two, and, and both with a similar schedules so far. An FCS opponent they blew out, a top 25 opponent they, they struggled against, and then uh, a loss to an, an AAC opponent. What stands out to you about these first three games for the Golden Eagles? Man, it's, it's so tough to, to really break down and get a look at. Even the staff doesn't really know where the team is at the moment because you just haven't played anybody with the roster in your, in your ballpark. Mm-hmm. You face, similar to Arkansas State, you face a, a playoff contender and then a New Year's Six favorite. And that's that's not a great way to start your FBS schedule. Uh, so this this is going to be a big game with a lot of fans and, and especially the coaching staff. They, they see this as the first real opportunity to see where Southern Miss is this year. Last week was tough. It was a 21-3 loss to Tulane. Uh, Tulane squad that, that, you know, Southern Miss beat on the road last year. But what, what was the issue there specifically on, on offense where Southern Miss couldn't get in the end zone? Yeah, I just couldn't create the big play. And uh, the offense just really had a tough time on the plus side of the field. They, they moved the ball pretty well. They got uh, into Tulane territory five different times and came away with three points. Uh, I think I counted up the average two and a half yards of play once they crossed the 50. Uh, that was the issue with the offense. But there was just there were a couple of plays in the first half that could change the entire uh, outlook of the game. There was a fourth down where Frank Gore Jr. overthrew the tight end by inches, which would have been a walk-in touchdown. And then there was a missed field goal. And so you're looking at 10 points right there that would have given them the lead heading into the second half. And the game just would have looked a little, looked a lot different. And that's something that they're focusing on this week is they want to create on both sides of the ball an explosive play. They didn't create any turnovers either. They didn't have a big special teams play. That's what they thought was really lacking from the Tulane game. Catching up with Scott Watkins of the Sun-Herald talking Southern Miss. Um, look, uh, we, we have to talk about Frank Gore Jr. for obvious reasons, but mm-hmm. but statistically maybe not the numbers I, I expected to see from him. Also saw that he left Saturday's game, I believe, believe in a boot. So, what is the, the health status, and, and what is the play status of Frank Gore Jr.? Uh, well, Hall says he's fine. Uh, it, it was definitely weird to see him walking off. He didn't. He had the boot on, and he didn't have a shoe on the other foot, and, and Hall said that there's something going on with his feet. And then the next time we talked to him, he said it was, it was totally fine. So, But uh, Frank is currently in, I believe, the most uh, or the least productive stretch of his career, and it's just kind of been circumstantial uh, against Alcorn State. Played the first half, the game was at hand, so he, he just uh, he didn't play the rest of the way. Same thing happened against Florida State. The game was over at halftime, so he didn't play the rest of the way. 
And then against Tulane, it was a lot of things. It was a, it was a bit of the offensive line. It was a bit of that Tulane front seven. And it was a bit of Frank. There were a couple of plays where he missed the hole, and that was something that uh, they talked about after the game and on Monday, uh, that, that they needed to go in and, and kind of spend some time on the run game because they are not where they expect to be in that aspect. And so, that, again, like I said a couple times already, they see this game as a great opportunity to, to, to fix these issues. Hey, uh, aside from, and again, you said he's fine, and, and we'll see him early and often on Saturday, but uh, aside from the Frank Gore Jr. news, how, how healthy is this Southern Miss team rolling into Jonesboro on Saturday? Uh, there's only two injuries, that well, three. There's three injuries that I know of. Uh, they've been cycling through tight ends. Uh, they lost their starting tight end in warm-ups of the first game. And they also lost one of their corners against Tulane. But overall, they're pretty healthy. Uh, they, it's a deep cornerback group, and they've got a lot of tight ends that they've added to the roster over the last year. So it's not. It, it's going to be. It's going to be a good group. There's, health is not something that they can use as a crutch. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Want to continue talking about this offense here for for a couple minutes? One name that jumps out of the stats is is Drake Clark and that's actually a Memphis transfer that's a guy who did some damage uh against A State back when the teams played in in 2020 what kind of addition has he been for Southern Miss Yeah he's he's big he's huge he he is the spell back for Frank which is kind of weird if you look at the stats cuz he has twice as many rushing yards uh but he's he's the guy that they, that the staff is really excited about he's somebody who's a bit of a bruiser uh, he can give Frank a rest here and there. He's accumulated a lot of his yardage in the second half of games so far. Uh, but he's he's been really big, and he's he's somebody you can see that he's he's even with Frank and carries. They're going to rely on him. They're going to use him in situations where they need a tough yard here and there. And so he's he's been a good addition, and I think his best days are still ahead of him. Continuing our conversation with Scott Watkins, talking Southern Miss and, and switching to the defensive th- side of things here for a moment. You go back when these teams met up last year, and actually going all, all through 2022, this was a team uh, with the Golden Eagles there that just had so many sacks, so many tackles for loss, and statistically not not quite there yet. But uh, I'm guessing this is kind of another situation where this staff feels like maybe this week could be their breakout game. Yeah, they kind of, to, to a little bit, they had that uh, against Tulane. They doubled their tackle for loss numbers against the Green Wave. Uh, that was definitely an issue against Alcorn State, but against Alcorn State, the Braves didn't really – they ran like 16 plays the whole game. Wow. And then Florida State was Florida State. Yeah. It's definitely more – it was more than 16. But Tulane, Tulane was the game that the front seven finally had. It looked familiar. It looked like last year. Uh, then the passing windows uh, closed up quite a bit. It, they, they did really, really well defensively. All they were missing was the big play. All they were missing was the interception. Uh, you go back to that win in New Orleans last year, they had a pick six in that game. And that was a big, big reason why they won that game. They just weren't able to create that defensive explosive. So I think that's the, the last piece that they're looking for as we head into conference play. Just looking defensively, I uh, do know, look, Jay, Staniels, Jay Stanley, excuse me, uh, still pretty good, turns out. Yeah, yeah, he's he's off to an unbelievable start. <laughs> he's been he's been so disruptive. And even when he wasn't disruptive, he had, he had 10 tackles against Tulane. Uh, he's, he's been phenomenal. He's kind of the quarterback of that secondary. He's the old man of that secondary. Everyone else is brand new to the starting lineup back there. And having Stanley in the back end at free safety, it's, it's been so big and early going for them. Just a couple more minutes here with Scott Watkins talking Southern Miss. Uh, again, it kind of sounds, I'm guessing from, from the way that, that 
you've talked about this team that looking ahead to Saturday, these Southern Miss coaches are still trying to figure out as, as much about themselves as they are uh, about the Red Wolves. But what have they said about uh, about the Red Wolves in any in any media availability? Uh, there's great respect. There always is. Uh, Hall, Hall loves Butch Jones. He loves what Arkansas State has. Um, and that's, that's Will Hall, too. <clears throat> He's big on, on uh, his, his conference opponent. He is not taking Arkansas State lightly, uh, just like Butch Jones isn't taking Southern Miss lightly. Uh, uh, both of them said that in the, in the coach's call. So it'll be, it'll be a really good game. Uh, but, you know, on, on the Southern Miss side, there are some things that they are looking to do very, very well. What ultimately do you think is going to decide this one on Saturday? Southern Miss is going to have to run the football. They've got to figure that out. That's the big aspect of their offensive attack that they have not ironed out this year, which is the surprising factor because you come in with Frank and you come in with four returning offensive linemen. And to have that kind of sputter out of the gate to put a little bit of a crutch on, on the new starting quarterback, Billy Wiles, if they get the run game going, then I think they're going to be able to do the things that they finally want to do with the offense. Scott, where can our listeners find you on Twitter? And also, if there's uh, anything else they'd like to learn about Southern Miss leading up to this game, what, what should they be on the lookout for in the Sun-Herald? Uh, you can follow me at Scott Watkins TU on Twitter. Uh, I would just – I wouldn't say I, I, there's anything I've missed this week. Uh, the Golden Eagles are, are healthy. They, uh, they're, they're excited about opening up this offense a little bit. That's something that Will Hall has been scratching and, and, and chomping at the bit to do. He hasn't had a good, he's an offensive coach who hasn't had a good offense in the third year. And so this is, this is a big, big game for Southern Miss fans and for Will Hall. Should be a fun one on Saturday. Thank you so much for joining us for a preview. Thank you, guys. We'll see you, Scott. Again, Scott Watkins of the Sun-Herald. On Twitter at Scott Watkins TU. Again, this sounds like a, <laughs> a matchup of very like opponents. One and two. Similar scheduling template so far. Games have resulted in similar outcomes so far. Still two teams with a lot to figure out about themselves. In addition to trying to game plan for an opponent. Of course, it's, it's, it's big to be able to start out in conference play 1-0, and which both teams were trying to do. So it should be fun. Hey, looking at Saturday quickly, of course, that one's going to kick off at 6 o'clock in Jonesboro. That means your pregame coverage is going to start on 4 across the EAB Red Wolf Sports Network. And uh, let's look at this weather here. Just a couple degrees warmer than what we have seen so far on these past two gorgeous Saturdays when Jonesboro's play, or excuse me, when A-State has played in Jonesboro. But, uh, but still nothing, nothing crazy. It's going to be 88 degrees uh, for your high, but by the time that one kicks off, uh, it's going to be pretty nice. Uh, maybe some showers following the game, but other than that, nothing you're going to have to worry about uh, throughout uh, the time that the game is played. So again, should be another fun one. Saturday in Jonesboro, this team would certainly love your support. Of course, you can help A-State Athletics and our Red Wolf student-athletes right now by donating to the Impact Club. You can make a monthly commitment, get access to team newsletters, special gear, and additional access that you're not going to find anywhere else. You can find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Let's step aside. When we come back, we'll open back up the phone lines and start diving into this KavanaughCars.com question right after this here on The Ticket. 
Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. The NEA District Fairs, a family tradition and where old friends meet. With extended days for even more fun, the carnival kicks off Thursday, September 21st and runs through Saturday. Then picks up again Monday the 25th for a full week of everything fair. Armbands are sold daily with the exception of Tuesday. Get armbands Monday through Thursday for $20 and Friday and Saturday for $25. Single ride tickets will still be available on the 26th it's a two for tuesday all admissions are just two bucks all rides two bucks and even certain food items and game specials on the midway are two bucks thursday is senior day anyone over 65 gets in free from one to six gates open at four for the midway monday through friday and at noon on saturday gate admission is only six dollars for adults and three dollars for kids monday through friday and six dollar gate admission for everyone on saturday and kids 12 and under are admitted free on friday september 29th from one to six the nea district fair september 21st through september 30th nebo auto center your original new car alternative has been a northeast arkansas staple for over 20 years if you're in the market for a late model low mileage car truck or suv go see the experienced hassle-free staff at nebo with a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget check out the inventory and apply for credit online at neboauto.com and go see them at 3910 stadium boulevard just south of the bypass just look for the red roof we go nebo it's Slim Sanity at Slim Chickens, featuring a head-to-head matchup of two new wing flavors. Get some saucy, sweet heat with Honey Hot, a glaze of honey mixed with maple and smoldering cayenne, or that tangy southern taste of Carolina Gold, a zesty, rich southern sauce with a subtle kick. Delicious additions to the house wing flavors lineup. Try them with a meal or grab them with your next catering order of party trays for the ultimate win. Only at Slim Chickens. Hey, this is Tony Kenel with Purcell Tire and Service Center. Just reminding you that when it's time to service your ride, our staff at Purcell is here to give you an honest job at a fair price. Whether you have a heavy-duty truck, light truck, or passenger vehicle, Purcell is home to the lowest price on quality Michelin tires. And every Tuesday and Thursday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all the ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for a special discounted price. Call 972-TIRE and come see us at Purcell Tire and Service Center at Parker and Caraway in Jones. Attention, members and guests. This season, make Salsa's Grill your ultimate destination for Mexican food and good times. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Salsa's Grill on Caraway Road brings the sizzle to football season. Join Salsa's Grill for happy hour every day from 3 to 7. And if you're craving authentic Mexican cuisine, Salsa's Grill has mouth-watering dishes that will have your taste buds dancing with delight. Salsa's is open till 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 10.30 Friday and Saturday. Salsa's Grill, 2240 South Carolina. Caraway in Jonesboro. Score big with the fastest internet in town from Right Fiber. Our new 5 gig internet is a game changer. Stream, play, and work online with no penalty flags for buffering, lagging, or slow connection. Right Fiber is your internet MVP, keeping all your devices connected all the time. 5G, 5G, 5G. Get championship level connection for your home with 5 gig internet. Because when it comes to online speed at Right Fiber, we play. Way to win. 
This is Coach Butch Jones, and we need you to help our A-State athletic programs by donating to the Impact Club. This is an organization that is making a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you will not find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support is greatly appreciated and is helping our programs right now. Wolves up. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. 870-930-3776, the number to call on what has been a busy Riot Fiber hotline today by Ritter Communications. Of course, they bring you the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. The KavanaughCars.com question for you today, who is the current face of Major League Baseball? Uh, several different answers for you on Twitter, and we'll start going through those. Fan in L.A. throws out Nolan Arenado. I love a good homer pick. I, I will say, look, Arenado is is slightly underachieved this year based on his previous career stats. Of course, he started slow defensively as well, which was significantly more of a shocker than maybe a little bit of a slow start at the plate. He's picked things up. Uh, specifically on the defensive side of things uh, here are the past few months, and it certainly looked looked back in form. Uh, but, of course, this is a bit of a lost season for the Cardinals. They were a little flat last night. And, look, not that that's surprising. You had so much on the line Monday night behind behind Adam Wainwright. So uh, so not, not surprising that, you know, perhaps a little bit of an emotional letdown last night against the Brewers. It was a 7-3 final on Tuesday night at Bush Stadium. Uh, the other Contreras brother <laughs> came out on top in this one. Of course, it was, it was Wilson Contreras that, that hit the home run to back Wayno on Monday. But uh, William Contreras right now with bragging rights among the brothers in this series is he hit a home run last night. So Milwaukee has actually reduced its magic number to clinch the NL Central to 6 uh, because the Brewers hold a six-game leave over the Cubs with 11 to play. Uh, in terms of Cardinal standouts, Richie Palacios homered, and he continues to just play really well. Uh, no point in time ever <laughs> this season would I have expected Richie Palacios to be leading the Cardinal offense, but here we are. So uh, why not? Uh, why not enjoy it? Uh, that's one of the few enjoyable things going on right now for the birds because last night with the loss they were officially eliminated from playoff contention that is not something we've seen in very many years uh, at least in terms of my adult life now throughout the 2000s this has been a very successful franchise as you were all aware so this is just a a weird season uh, and it's such a weird feeling down the stretch. And and I'm curious, you know, for those of you that continue to watch this team night in night and, and night out, I mean, what, what are you watching for at this point in time? Is it, I, look, well, I know you're watching because you're a fan. But at this point in time, it's just out of habit, right? I, I don't know what other storylines are, are worth paying attention to with this Cardinals team. I was hoping last night to see a good performance from Drew Rom. 
as there are <laughs> pitching is is so much in need uh, for 2024 for this Cardinals team. And he was not able to repeat what he did the week before against Baltimore. Again, probably had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder in his in his previous pitching performance since he was squaring off against the team that drafted him. But uh, not a good night last night. Three and a third. He gave up five earned runs. And uh, just uh, not necessarily shaky for the Cardinals in relief. But a couple other pitchers uh, giving up some runs as well. So uh, it's just going to be a team that is just trying to finish the end of the season. <laughs> there is nothing else to play for. Uh, in not crazy, surprising news, Adam Wainwright uh, done for the rest of the season. Again, he got to the big accomplishment Monday night, got to 200, but uh, he has been pitching through some aches and pains over the past few weeks. And with nothing else to be accomplished from like a playoff chase perspective or anything like that, I mean, he is uh, he is hanging them up. Uh, he he. Now, it's not for sure if if he will not start again this season, but he's definitely not going to be starting in San Diego, which was his next scheduled start. Should have been pitching there Saturday. But uh, if he does pitch again, it'll be that final three-game series against the Reds at home. I personally am uh, of the mindset that you just let him, like, DH for a game because, I mean, why not? Why not? There's, there's nothing else going on. For this team. Let him DH for the finale. I mean, it's not like you're worried about him hurting an oblique or anything. Just put him in there for the last game of the season. Let him bat. Because, again, just let him bat. Let Arenado pitch. I don't know. Do something weird so it's at least entertaining (laughs) for those of us watching at home. Uh, Coming up tonight, Birds and Brewers back at it. 645 is when that one is is going to get underway on 95-9, the Wolves. Zach Thompson pitching tonight. Adrian Hauser pitching for the Brewers. And look, as, as much as I've ragged on the Cardinals well for the entire season, they have played well in this month of September. So while ultimately, you know, getting a win in this series against the Brewers would not uh, shift anything from a Cardinal perspective, you can at least keep Milwaukee from clinching for just a little bit longer as this is a four-game series, so uh, try and get a win tonight, try and get a win tomorrow, and at least prolong anything definite happening there in Milwaukee. Uh, Looking around uh, at some of the MLB headlines, by the way, kind of an interesting day in baseball history. On this date, September the 20th of 1998, Cal Ripken Jr.'s streak ended. I ended his record streak of playing in 2,632 games. Of course, at that point in time, he had played in every single game since May 30th of 1982. And of course, every time that anybody talks about any type of unbreakable streak in sports, I mean, that one that one pops up first, right? That is, that is an all-time answer uh, for, uh, for that question. Of course, our question for you today is uh, who is the current face of MLB and and I don't understand why there's not more of a push behind Ronald Acuna. Uh my goodness. He is absurd. And right now he is up to 39 home runs 
And with one more, he would get to a 40-40 season. Those types of seasons are rare. And it's not just that he would be to a a 40-40 season, which is already a short list. I mean, Alfonso Soriano, the Nationals in 2006, A-Rod in the Mariners in 98, Barry Bonds with the Giants in 96, Canseco with the A's in 88. That's it. That's already a minuscule list. But if he gets to to 40 home runs, he would have the first ever 40-60 season in ALNL history. By the way, he's at 67 steals. So one homer and three steals away from having a 40-70 season. It is absolutely absurd. Probably the only person disappointed in those numbers is Ozzy Albies, who actually predicted his friend would go 50-50 <laughs> this year. So, just uh, what a superstar, man. When you're talking about must-watch players right now, that uh, that whether they play for your team or not, he is at the top of the list. And by the way, I think uh, with, with, Sho- with Shohei Otani currently being sidelined, and also with him playing in L.A., I'm going to give my vote to Acuna. If the season ended today, the Braves, of course, uh, the top seed in the National League, the Dodgers would be the two. Brewers, the three. They would actually face the Cubs in the first round of the playoffs, the sixth seed, Phillies, and Diamondbacks, the four and the five. On the AL side of things, Orioles, the top seed, Houston, with the two, so getting a bye there into the ALDS as well. Your three-six matchup, Twins and Rangers, 4-5, Rays, and Blue Jays. Of course, the AL West, though, still remains very, very much in flux, and those standings will probably change about three different times between now (laughs) and the end of the season. Especially when you consider the fact that I think, uh, what, the Rangers and Mariners are going to play each other a lot, right? Down the stretch? Significant amount of games left between those two teams. So that is something to keep in mind as we all keep tabs on this playoff chase the final 10 or so days of the season uh let's look at some of your answers to the kavanaughcars.com question again you can weigh in with us at 870-930-3776 who is the current face of major league baseball orioles fan <laughs> gordo is, says it's gunner henderson Matt tweets us a gif of Julio Rodriguez. Nate uh, typed in shoes. I'm 99% sure that was meant to be Shohei Otani. That's just a typo. From Damien, he goes with Shohei or Acuna. We mentioned Finn in L.A. with the homer vote, went with Arenado. And uh, Bray says the current face of MLB is Frank the Tank because of his takes on... <laughs> the Met. So certainly a wide variety of answers today. You can continue weighing in with us at Kara underscore Richie or on the phones. But hey, let's step aside and uh, switch gears. We'll talk some football with you when we return. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Richie on the Workday Red Zone. Cross hands to the left of the quarterback Raider. Jalen We'll hand it off to Cross, running right, he's in. The second touchdown of the night for Jaquez Cross. 
The Red Wolves look for a second straight win Saturday as they host Southern Miss in the Sunbelt Conference opener. And you can hear it all on 107.9 K-Fine. Coverage begins at 4 o'clock with the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show. That's followed by the Centennial Bank pregame show at 5 and kickoff at 6. And after the game, stay tuned for Wolf House, presented by Baird Auto Group, live from the Embassy Suites Jonesboro. A-State football is sponsored in part by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Jim's Pond Shop, George Kell Motors, more air conditioning, Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, Salsa's Grill, Calmer Solutions, Dustin White Realty, The Social, Arkansas Superstool, Collision Repair, Denzo Manufacturing, and Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter. And Bethania Veray Harrison from KJNB Northeast Arkansas News. And we're looking for the best eats in Northeast Arkansas in our brand new feature, North Eats Arkansas, presented by George Kell Motors. Check it out every Monday and Tuesday night on Northeast Arkansas News on CBS and Fox. And online at kjnbtv.com slash eats. At Glenn Sane, we want you to be pleased with us. Can we please everyone that walks in the door? No, I've never said that. But I can assure you that we'll work harder than any other dealer to take care of our customers. We want you to enjoy talking to us. That's how we keep growing. Best price, best service. Glenn Sane, and God bless our troops. First Security, we've been investing in our home state since 1932, growing deep roots and even deeper relationships. We're part of Arkansas. It's part of us. Today, First Security puts all of that history and stability to good use for you, pouring our resources into the people and places we love best. Arkansas communities, Arkansas families, and Arkansas futures. First Security. Bank better. FSBank.com. Member FDIC. My name is Khadija Watson. I've worked at Hydro for seven years. I'm the process specialist over the paint booth. The people are amazing to work with. I would love to retire with them. I've been here for seven years now. Not one day do I not come in here without a smile on my face. For over 75 years, Hytrol has created relationships and material handling technology that move the world. You can find out more at Hytrol.com. Hey guys, if you want to feel better than you have in a long time, you need to reach out to my friends at Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter, and people ask me all the time about my results with testosterone replacement therapy at Elite Men's Health. And I can tell you this firsthand, 100% testosterone replacement therapy works. So it's helped me feel better than I have in forever. So if you feel run down or tired all the time, you might have low testosterone. And if you feel like you have less strength than you used to, if you feel like you have less endurance, you might have low testosterone. And if you're struggling to lose belly weight or experience lower libido, you might have low testosterone. And that's where Elite Men's Health comes in. Go by for an evaluation. Let Elite check your levels. And if your levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So since I've been going to Elite, my total testosterone has increased 400%. And my free testosterone is up over 300%. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro and EliteMensHealth.com. The Jonesboro Advertising and Promotions Commission and Right Fiber present the 2023 Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue Festival, September 29th and 30th. It's two big nights of live entertainment, all free on the Right Fiber main stage, featuring Priscilla Block on Friday nights. It's Priscilla Block live Friday, September 29th. Then on Saturday, it's Jameson Rogers. 
Jamison Rogers live Saturday, September 30th with special guest Shane Prophet. Plus, Saturday on the North Main Molson Coors stage, it's Tristan Trick, Zach Childers, Akeem Kemp, Greasy Tree, J.B. Strauss, and more. And don't forget the First National Bank KCBS Arkansas State Barbecue Championship on Saturday. Plus, vendors, children's activities, food, and more. The 2023 Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue and Music Festival, September 29th and 30th. Find out more on Facebook when you search Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue Fest. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Da, 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 da. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 870-930-3776. Who is the current face of Major League Baseball? That's today's KavanaughCars.com question let's talk football though for this segment for these next few minutes and get caught up on headlines from around college football and from the nfl as well and uh want to send out best wishes on uh, on his recovery to lsu starting safety greg brooks if you've missed this news uh brooks of course a, a former arkansas player transferred to lsu starting safety there he was diagnosed last week with a brain tumor and had surgery Friday to remove that mass. Uh, you go back to last week uh, where he missed the win over Mississippi State for undisclosed region, reasons. And Coach Brian Kelly had just called it a, quote, medical emergency, end quote, uh, in his media availability earlier in the week. But he didn't want to go into details. Said he was not going to comment more out of respect for the Brooks family. Uh, didn't have a timetable or anything like that for his return. But uh, but he has had surgery. And now the family just, just waits. Um, apparently, Brooks had been dealing with some vertigo earlier in the year. Had some dizziness just a couple of weeks ago. And they decided to perform an MRI, which revealed the tumor. Um it was, quote, a large brain tumor, end quote. I don't know the difference between a large one or a small one. It just sounds terrifying anyway. And uh, the family is now going to await results of a biopsy. Uh, the family put out a statement, quote, we are grateful for the work and care of the medical staff helping Greg through these challenges and for the concern and love poured out by so many in the Louisiana, Arkansas, and national sports communities. This means the world to us at this difficult time. Greg continues to fight, and we await further clarity on the extent of that battle, end quote. Uh, goodness gracious. And so again, best wishes on, on the recovery there and the treatment for, for Greg Brooks. Um, man, this is going to be... A little bit, a bit of a downer of a segment. Uh, you start out talking about uh, brain tumors and then and then pivot into coaching vacancies. And there is already uh, a coaching vacancy in college football this year as Michigan State is doing everything they can to give Mel Tucker the boot. Put out a statement a couple of days ago that they were intending to fire Tucker with cause. And uh, the reason for that is uh, engaging in conduct which constitutes constitutes moral turpitude or which in the university's reasonable judgment would tend to bring public disrespect, contempt, or ridicule to Michigan State. Now, this is on the heels of a USA Today report 
uh, that stated Tucker had allegedly sexually harassed Brenda Tracy, who is a prominent rape survivor and activist. And that story, of course, is, is out there by USA Today and several other outlets. And you can go through and look at all of those allegations. Tucker denied the allegations. And uh, then, you know, there was a back and forth. Michigan State put out uh, the notice to part ways with Tucker. Tucker has since responded, put out a statement of his own. But, uh, yeah, there is going to be a vacancy there. So, of course, what happens when there's vacancy? People start putting out potential top coaching candidates. Interesting on that name is Tulane head coach Willie Fritz, of course, who is coming off a really good season at Tulane last year. 12-2, and two, Cotton Bowl win against USC. Uh, that was a team that just won two games in 2021, and they're off to a decent start this year as well. Of course, Fritz, several years before that, was at Georgia Southern and has risen through the coaching ranks since then. Uh, Bruce Feldman's candidates also include Duke head coach Mike Elko and Michigan offensive coordinator Sharon Moore. But that is the latest news there on Michigan State, who is certainly going to be dealing with a, a mess moving forward. That will undoubtedly be a lengthy court battle in terms of, you know, whether or not a buyout is paid, this, that, or the other. Switching gears and looking at NFL news. Um, not surprising news, sad but unsurprising news in, in terms of, of Nick Chubb. Uh, they... Placed, the Browns placed Chubb on injured reserve today, said he is ruled out for the rest of the season. So, again, you hope for the best in terms of surgery, in terms of recovery for Chubb, uh, but that is certainly going to be an uphill battle, a recovery battle there for Chubb with the knee and just uh, by all accounts how horrific it was. I still have not watched that highlight. Uh, well, gosh, you wouldn't call something like that a highlight. I still have not watched the clip of his injury, and I, I have no intentions to. I've heard enough descriptions of it to know that it is simply something I don't want to see, but just hope for a good recovery there. In the meantime, the Browns have re-signed Kareem Hunt to help patch up their backfield. So one-year deal worth up to. $4 million. Hunt and Chubb played the previous four seasons together. Let's go to the Right Fiber Hotline and check in with Zach. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. What are you guys up to? What you talking about today? Well, we're, we're catching up just a little bit right now on, on football news, but the KavanaughCars.com question is, is about baseball. Who do you feel like is the current face of Major League Baseball? You know, I think I agree with what Keith Merritt said uh, in hour one about there's not just one particular person, although Shohei Atani would be at the top of the list. Unlike, unlike in basketball and, and in uh, football, you've got a, a core group of guys you could definitely put in that, on, that, on that list. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like, look, if, if we were doing this question about the NBA or the NFL, I feel like we'd get about 80% of the same answer over and over. Meanwhile, yeah. with MLB, everybody has a different answer. I agree, but I'm going to go for Tony because he's been the one, you know, because he's a two-way player. Yeah. He dominates on both uh, offense and defense. So I, I would say him, you, you've heard the Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth comparisons. Yeah. So I think it's got to be got to be him, Carol. Wouldn't you think so? Well, so I am 
constantly in awe right now. The the, the only knock on on a on Otani is is just the fact that we're not going to see him pitch again for quite a while. And while right. he's still going to be a very dynamic player at the plate, and certainly has been uh, just amazing so far. Right, if he's sidelined for any significant amount of time, and he's currently sidelined right now, like my attention is is going to go to Acuna Jr. He is doing well, some stupid things right now with the Braves. If you're basing this question on like the past, this season and last season, you know, going forward that could change. But if you're basing this question on what we've seen the past, uh, past two, uh, past two seasons, oh, we lost that. I think the thing about this question is, even if you look at the the past two seasons, we've seen this answer change so much. I mean, last year Aaron Judge was one of the faces of Major League Baseball, and then this year he's been hurt. Uh, we saw, you know, Julio Rodriguez is is certainly a guy that goes in that conversation, but then again, he he plays in Seattle, and that's just not really a, a team that we see a lot in this part of the country. So I think that's that's kind of one of the things is that this is a question that has a variety of answers and I never can decide how I feel about that you know when when talking with Keith Merritt earlier he said this is a sport that just should lean into the regionalism and I have mixed feelings on that in the sense that obviously the regionalism in in baseball is super strong I mean the the Areas that, that support their team, they do so wholeheartedly. They watch these games at a ridiculous clip. But if you get to the postseason and you've just got two teams remaining, you've got 28 markets that are not in the conversation, are they still tuned in? Because ultimately, even if it's it's a regional sport, you want people watching your championships. You want people watching your playoffs. And I feel like those playoff numbers in Major League Baseball kind of kind of do a nosedive. Now, obviously, that's not the same in the NFL, which I mean, these are two different sports. So it's an apples to oranges conversation anyways. But that's, you know, the Super Bowl is your most watched NFL game of the year. It's just everybody is watching that whether your sport is involved or not or your team is involved or not is what I am trying to say. But not so much in, in baseball. Zach's back with us. Sorry about that. Must have hit a bad signal. That's okay. We forgive you for but, hanging uh, up on us. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I... Speaking of that, uh, forgiveness. Can Mark call in and sing Brown Adams' forgiveness for me since you're forgiving me? How, no. We would take back our forgiveness if that happened. I got you. Anyhow, but no, if you're basing your question of the past two seasons, especially this one I, up till now, I think he would be the uh, obvious answer. Okay. Don't y'all think so? Again, I still have a crush on Acuna. I mean, he's going to have a 40-70 uh, season. Okay, well, if we're going to go with fact over feelings is what we, we hit Bud with on the first show of the morning. Uh, taking your things out of the equation, going with fact, who do you think it would be? Well, I mean, it's Otani. He's the best player in the game. Okay. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, right quick. Um, do y'all watch for me? Well, I know you don't hardly watch anything, Kara. Uh, <laughs> but on my YouTube thing, app, you know, I listen to podcasts a lot when I'm driving and stuff, mm-hmm. road trips. Uh, y'all heard of this podcast called uh, All the Smoke with Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson where they basically get high through the entire uh, podcast and they interview uh, athletes and celebrities. Y'all familiar with that one? 
yes and no. I, I'm not a big podcast person because I have the attention span of a fruit fly, but I've seen that's that's one of those podcasts that it seems like they're they're constantly like viral clips that come out of that. So I've seen those guys weighing in on a, a different variety of well, subjects. You're familiar with Marcus and Marquise Morris, the twin brothers, and one of them was playing with the Heat last year, and he cheap shotted uh, Jokic, the Joker. Remember he Joker was back backtracking. You know, back, you know, uh, running backwards, backpedaling. He got to midcourt, and uh, I believe it was Marquise Morris of the two. Mm-hmm. He ran up, and he kind of uh, ran his shoulder and his elbow window up under uh, Joker's ribcage. Yeah, I think I remember that, yeah. Joker turned around. He walked away like he ain't going to do nothing. And he turned around. Joker didn't just hauled off and just shoved it, just shoved him, slung him to the ground, and he got whiplash. Well, they was talking about that, and they were talking about how Joker was a cheap cut artist, and that was a sucker shot. And I'm thinking, that was, you know, you were the one that instigated this. What did you think was going to happen? And uh, they asked these two, who do y'all think is the two best players in the league? And of course, one of them said Kevin Durant, and uh, oh, who was the other one? Uh, Kyrie Irving. And the other t- other one said Jason Tatum and uh, uh, Joel Embiid. Never mentioned Joker's name once. It sounds like there's some some sour grapes there, don't there? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Joker. Which I mean, I guess is appropriate since we're already going with the feelings over facts direction in this segment, anyway. So <laughs> that is true. That is I tell you what, we're gonna get some T-shirts circulating, and we'll uh, we'll put you back one. What what size do you wear, Kara? I'm medium, please. Okay, we'll get you medium and pink. All right. I don't do pink. Okay, how about crimson red and black? All right. Yeah? Sounds good. Good deal. See you guys. See you. Hey, uh, one more break to take. We'll come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Attention, members and guests. It's Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment, Wednesday from 7 to 8 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join head coach Butch Jones and a special player guest and listen along on 107.9 K5. Plus, audience members can win prizes from textbook brokers. It's all at Lost Pizza, Wednesday at 7 during Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment and sponsored by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, and Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody. Harrelson. Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers, they all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. 
Hey, dude, you won't believe it. We sold our house and we made a fortune. No way. How'd you find out it was worth that much? We used this awesome website, arhomevalue.com. It was a game changer. It's brought to you by Dustin White Realty. They know their stuff. Plus, arhomevalue.com is quick and easy to use. Don't miss out on getting top dollar for your home. Go to arhomevalue.com today. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Top dollar for your home sale is just a click away. arhomevalue.com. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. A State football and the Social Jonesboro are the perfect winning combination for game day. The Social has an amazing, delicious, fantastic, and tasty menu that goes perfect for pre- or post-game. Plus, the official Red Wolves away game watch party takes place at the Social. What we're saying is, it does not get any better than the Social on Red Wolves game day. The name says it all. Get Social at The Social and get ready to howl with fellow A-State Red Wolves fans on every game day. The Social at Greensboro Village in Jonesboro. Now's the time to save with fallback pricing at Central Buick GMC. Get rates as low as 0.9% for 36 months on 2023 GMC Sierras with approved credit. And make sure to check out the all-new 2024 Buick Invistas now arriving. Central has one of the best selections of new Buicks and GMCs in the area and as always a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles with one of the largest inventories in Northeast Arkansas. Central Buick GMC on Parker Road in Jonesboro and online at centralbuickgmc.com. I'm Bob Moore, president of Moore Air Conditioning. We are a rapidly growing HVAC company looking to hire passionate and motivated team members. We are hiring for multiple positions with competitive pay. So if you have the desire to help people and are ready to be part of a family, not just a job, apply today. Don't wait. Call 870-336-2023 to apply or find out more about our open interview days. The NEA District Fairs, a family tradition and where old friends meet. With extended days for even more fun, the carnival kicks off Thursday, September 21st and runs through Saturday, then picks up again Monday the 25th for a full week of everything fair. Armbands are sold daily with the exception of Tuesday. Get armbands Monday through Thursday for $20 and Friday and Saturday for $25. Single ride tickets will still be available. On the 26th, it's a two for Tuesday. All admissions are just two bucks, all rides two bucks, and even certain food items and game specials on the Midway are two bucks. Thursday is Senior Day. Anyone over 65 gets in free from 1 to 6. Gates open at 4 for the Midway Monday through Friday and at noon on Saturday. Gate admission is only $6 for adults and $3 for kids Monday through Friday. And $6 gate admission for everyone on Saturday. And kids 12 and under are admitted free on Friday, September 29th from 1 to 6. The NEA District Fair, September 21st through September 30th. You've already mailed it in at work today. So you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. It is the home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. Who is the current face of Major League Baseball? Yes, I know it's, it's the actual answer is Shoei Otani. But right now, this moment, this second Give me Acuna Jr. I want so badly to see him get to the 40-70 mark. That would just be astounding. 
and I'm pulling for them. No doubt about it. That question brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. Of course, we tell you all the time about the great resources you could find there online at KavanaughCars.com to buy a vehicle. But don't forget, you can sell your vehicle to Kavanaugh as well. And they take all of the hassle out of it that you would have to deal with if you were trying to sell an example, sell a vehicle, for example, on social media. Um, you don't have to deal with any spammers. You don't have to deal with any scammers. You know that check is going to clear. Uh, so again, go to KavanaughCars.com. Right across the top of the page, it says, We Buy Cars. Click here now. So that's what you'll do. You'll give them a little bit of information about how they can reach you, the type of vehicle that you are looking to part with, and uh, that's how that process is going to get started. And it's going to go very easily for you at KavanaughCars.com. Checking in on the uh, last couple of headlines here before we wrap up a Wednesday on the Workday Red Zone. Uh, let's get to the important stuff. Jason Kelsey believes that his brother Travis is actually dating Taylor Swift. There was a story that came out, what, a couple of days ago? That said that Kelsey, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift were, were kind of talking, hanging out behind the scenes. And uh, now Jason Kelsey has, has piled on. Now I have no idea. I haven't actually listened to his comments. I don't know if he said this jokingly or not, but he did say, quote, I believe it is 100% true, end quote. Really fascinated already to figure out what kind of a breakup album Taylor Swift is going to write about Travis Kelsey. How is she going to work football into her midnight puns? Really big story there. Thanks for humoring me and listening to me at the end of that. Hey, uh, thank you to Coach MJ Davey and Shaw for joining us today. Thanks to Scott Watkins for joining us today, talking Southern Miss. And, of course, thanks to Keith Merritt for hanging out with us in the first hour. Keep it here. The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Cade and Wes. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And then we'll return tomorrow for more of the Workday Red Zone at noon. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.